I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Live from the podcast rooms in Glasgow, it's all about the jazz with Ricky Neal, Derek Ferguson, and Charlie Miller. Hello and welcome to All About the Gels. It's myself, Ricky Neal, Charlie Miller, and tonight we're joined by a good friend of mine and Charlie's as well, uh, Stan Gordon. How are you doing, Stan? All right, good. Stanley. Do you know what? Derek, when I was telling Derek uh, who we got filling in, he said, you might have got somebody good looking. <laughs> So he's like, just come come closer a wee bit, you're just a bit too far away. But uh, I, everyone will know Stan for like uh, Stonefield Tavern and also he runs uh, follow uh, We Will Legends podcast as well. So when's that coming back, Stan? Yeah, hopefully three weeks. Uh, Lindsay had a, a wee bad fall and she broke her ankle. Um, I was just waiting on her getting a wee bit better for getting up and down stairs and stuff. So uh, I was talking to her today, so she's improving a good bit. So we're hoping to get uh, up and going maybe. Three weeks time. Right, this is the third season that the podcast's been running, but it's great, and it? it's like advertising various pubs and events that's coming up as well, isn't it? Oh, aye. yeah, I know it's been great, and I've been on a couple of times actually. I've been on a few times. I've had uh, Rangers Legends on all the time, and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Bell End done tonight. <laughs> but uh, no, I know it's been great. So we're looking forward to getting back again. I say, just took a wee step back there because of Lindsay. Obviously, we're hoping to start at the start of the season. Uh, when I humped to Lindsay, uh, she's getting better. Uh, do you know, I've seen her doing a, a wee bit on her Facebook again, uh, chanting a few songs again, so it was good to see her up and singing again. I can and I, I, felt, I felt terrible for her. She was she was asked to sing at the goalie's funeral in the church uh, and at the crematorium, and it happened to be the night before when she she had the four. When she ended up, she she just done a couple of recordings. To be fair, her song was sad enough that day because it was obviously a recording, and that was sad enough. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, was... but she was kind of heartbroken. Oh, she never I get that. A chance to. But, uh, a song was nice. A song was nice at the funeral. Right. I mean, you were a long-term friend of the goalies as well, weren't you? Aye, aye, twenty-five years. As long as that? Aye, aye probably. Aye. aye. Aye, it was a tough, tough one, wasn't it? But. Uh, Hi, but you've been doing quite a lot of kind of fundraising things from as well over the past few weeks. I know, we've been out to Belfast there uh, two Fridays ago. And what happened is, it was a goalie that actually asked for it. Uh, he asked if he could get a bench done up at Shankill uh, to remember him by, because he went up there all the time. And uh, the boys were there, so I'm out by Titch and uh, Whitey. Uh, went and seen this for him. So they, they made up the bench, stainless steel. Absolutely ah, stunning. It's beautiful. It's really nice, isn't it? And uh, we done a wee opening night on the Friday. And then the boys put a wee gig on in the Shankill Rangers on the Friday night. A uh, couple of singers on there, Sylvia Pavis and we Tony, uh, John J. Latoon. And uh, they had another group uh, up this. can't remember the name of them. They were absolutely fantastic, though. Brilliant. Great wee night. Aye. Well, you've you've joined us in probably a, an excellent week. We're through the Champions League and we've got the Old Firm this weekend. 
But we'll start by going back to last week, because I guess you got the right score, Charlie. Did you get it right? One nil, I said. I said one each. No, no. But what a game it was, eh? Oh, I didn't fancy, to be honest. I don't know how you... Oh, I, I fancied. I thought it was going to take us the extra time, maybe penalties with the fitness to kick in, but it was amazing. Because um, I've been big Derry Cup for Cardiff, he's for Belfast, but he stayed at mine for a couple of days because we're playing at Turnbury on the Thursday. So I went to Turnbury with a bit of a sore head. Do you know I have to wind you up about, uh, were you playing with Saturday Sing? Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing a wee charity quiz night on the Thursday night and he said to me, tell that Charlie he's definitely no 22 handicap. <laughs> so he says, a he five, says you, you got on a, was it a par five? You got on the green in two. Uh, hi. Two, two miss hits. Um, but no, nah, it was a great day. Saturday looks after us very well there. It was amazing. And the weather was ma- magic. So it was a, a great day and it was a good cause for the academy. So. Magic for Saturday. Do you know, I was, I was hosting a wee quiz in uh, Mr. Singh's on Thursday night, and it was That's for right. Safa, it was for the Armed Forces charity, right. and uh, I met a very inspirational man, a guy called Gary Jameson, I don't know if you've met oh, him Gary, before. No, well, if you like, really, really it's nice guy. guy. I, he unfortunately got uh, both his legs blown That's off and his arm, you know, but well, such, a, you know I mean? such a motivational guy, but do you know, uh, he came up to me at the end of the night, and he's like, Ricky, he says, I watch your podcast uh, every Monday night, and he says, but going to do us a favour, going to uh, wind up my daughter tailing, because she said he's too old to watch YouTube, <laughs> you know, so, Taylor, that's you told, right, he's old to watch this podcast. <laughs> ah, he's a lovely guy, Gary, right guy. No, it was a great day, it was Scott Cunningham that organised it, Aye, you know, Scott, uh, yeah. so it was a great day, but let's let's talk about last week, uh, so you were there, Stan, weren't you? What, what, was, what was the atmosphere like? Well, I'll tell you one right away, we, we what happened, they just, European trips never go the way they should, uh, but four days, so we left for Edinburgh, and your pal, Tommy Don, had organised the, the train tickets and the flights and whatever. So we got to Amsterdam, got to carry out. Train was leaving. The essentials. <laughs> train was leaving at 18 minutes past whatever it was, one or whatever. So we got the cargo, went away doing, and the train was cancelled, going to Eindhoven. So we went out of the guard. She said, listen, what's, what's happened here? We, we were waiting to get the train at uh, 18 minutes past. She said, if you hurry up and go to platform five, you've got five minutes. There's another one going in five minutes time. So I grabbed the cargo. We up the stairs, down the elevator, right, and the train just pulls in and we jumped on the train, just go on it, get the car go out, or sitting. So after about an hour and a half, we're blaring away, and the guard come down, and he went, where are you actually going? And we said, we're going to Eindhoven. He said, you're on the line, rank train, you've went an hour and a half, the rank way. He said, did you not notice there was nobody else on the train? <laughs> there was nobody on the train but four of us. just that busy blaring and we looked out. He says, you need to wait here half an hour, you're in the middle of nowhere, and we need to take you back to Amsterdam, and you need to get another train to Eindhoven, so get off to a good start. Probably. <laughs> At least we win, that was the main thing. Aye, no, no. Uh, the game was, what stadium, Charlie? You've been to the stadium? No, I've not been You've been, no. Ricky? No, I've not been there. Uh, some of the Eindhoven boys took us in the afternoon uh, to the hospitality bit for a big tea, a bit of lunch, and uh, they've got padded seats outside. Obviously, it was roasting, but you don't, they didn't need the padded seats on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. But uh, you're sitting getting your lunch kind of outside. Uh, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Some setup. So it's beautiful because it's got padded seats. All right, Stan. No, no, I hate it. I hate it. So you were, you were at hospitality on Saturday. Don't get that eyebrows. I'm, I'm mates with him on uh, Facebook, and I don't know what that was. You, what you were eating the first night, by the way. Believe it or not, it was nice. Aye. It was steak with prawns. I didn't do any justice. <laughs> at least it wasn't the kebab meat that it usually does. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about the football, Charlie. Rangers 1-0, Jolak against Corner Goal. 
he's just getting better and better. But it came for Tillman as well, right? Right at the back, didn't it? No, 100%. That's what we did in the day against Union. When we played against Union, we didn't, we didn't press high at all. We let them come on to us all the time, but it was good press with Tillman. Got a mistake out of them, and he could have been selfish, but he done the right thing and just squared it. It was, it was a great feeling. Honestly, it was amazing. A great result. So happy. See, see Tillman how he held off that first player and still managed to do that nice turn, and then he, he was running up, and then that other <clears> player tried to basically take him right out, but he still just jumped over it and passed it on to, I think it was Lindstrom, and then Lindstrom to Barisic, didn't he Kent win it, and then back in for Lindstrom, but you know what I love about Lindstrom, he's willing to take a shot outside the box, I think I've been saying that to you for weeks, but we're getting too predictable, we're just running down the wings, crossing the ball in, and hoping for the best, but he's taking shots for like 30, 40 years now. That's what we need to do, we need to do, I don't think I've still learned yet how to break down teams that defend in the Ibrox. I've always said, I said that, I don't know uh, who I was, I was talking to about it at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago there. I think what they should do is, you see the, the, the B team, you should get eight or nine of them defending and let Rangers break them down the training all the time You learn them how to break down teams. And sometimes, you know, we're playing with four at the back and, and they're playing with, with, with six across, with two in front of them. But we don't need four at the back. Right. So we're missing a man out, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's difficult, you know what? Um, Sands could have been sent off on Saturday, you know, it was, it was very, very lucky. But um, I don't think we daily they need to play for at the back. But Goldson was moving there into midfield, and but I, I thought we played well enough. Obviously, the fans after 20 minutes we hadn't went ahead, I think it was just after that. We, and you could feel the, the intent, the, the pressure coming on the players, and it's difficult, but um, it was just good to get the goal. And it was a deflection, Stanley. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in my seat at dinner to a deflection. Aye. But we'll take it. And then Kolak's called Cholak. Um, good play again. And it was beast, uh, Scott Wright done well for the goal. We've done well for a couple of goals, actually. So. Actually, so it's not a bad game. Mm -hmm. Do you know who I thought was really good? And we've been talking about him the past few weeks. And we're saying, see, because he can play in so many different positions. We thought it was a kind of, we didn't think it was good for him to be able to do that. But see, Sands last week as well. Oh, I was brilliant against Ingto. Oh, yeah. against Ingto? Oh, yeah. Positionally, great positionally. Uh, and I've, I've feared corners and free kicks against him. But we dealt with him okay. And we didn't deal with him at eyebrows. I think McLaughlin is well to come out for corners, but as well, isn't he? Yeah. Aye. Saying that he's been punching him out quite a lot recently, mm. which. Aye. No, but it was just an amazing result and we're happy we're in the next round. So now we're into the, the group stages for a first time for a long time. No, and Charlie, sorry, I just butted right in there, sorry about that, because what we're going to do is we're going to do a wee competition. It says up here, name eight of the teams that Charlie played against in the Champions League, but it's actually name five, all right? So name five of the teams that Charlie played against in the Champions League for the Rangers. it doesn't count Famagusta and Bloody Kafka. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't count, count them. Or, or, or Gothenburg, because they were qualifiers for... So it doesn't count them, so I'm just going to edit that. So it's five, and no, what we'll do is... No, oh. but it's a qualifying round, isn't it? Oh, so it's going to be the section. Group stages. Yeah, right. Group stages, sorry. Group stages. Uh, and we'll give one of the prizes. Remember, uh, we Tom Miller gave us one of his books. The oh, I wasn't here, remember. Oh, well, you know here, that's right. You filled in for you, didn't you? Well, he gave us a Barcelona uh, 72 book that he's written, okay. so we've got a couple of them, and two of them are actually signed with Colin Steen and Wee Bud, so okay. that'll be the prize. Okay. All right, so you can I'll just... landed be fair in the, the pub. Do you know, I, I actually seen him the other day and he was asking if you sold any. I was like, I don't know if I've actually told him where I put them because I brought them in for you. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. so, I've actually not touched them yet because I'm going to get Bud and Steenie to sign them and then I'll sell them. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm doing a gig with them in a couple of weeks, so I'll get them to sign them and then I can, uh, with the two, the two goal scorers, 
the books will sell me for I think it's good to go. It's going to, it's going to the bad careers anyway. The money, so. no, of course. Uh, t- talking about gigs, by the way, I think you need to take me and Charlie down to Blackpool in your September weekend. Just we sort of hint. <laughs> no, I'm not going, he's not invited me, so I'm not I going. Know, I know if, if John and Mick and that are listening, you know, that, that was a subtle hint there. <laughs> <laughs> I never picked the flares, Charlie, this time. Anyway, like... Oh, you're, like going, you're going to the European game, man. You're going to there. I hope you're getting tickets. Aye, I've got one for me and you. That's, oh, that's all right, then. Right, well, anyway, let's so talk... that'll come to the day of the game and it'll be like, oh, sorry, Charlie. Um, I said that to your other ten. <laughs> that, that'll be like me and Fergie in Seville. We watched it in a Japanese restaurant on my mobile phone. <laughs> oh. Well, you could be much, did you hear what Charlie done? Aye, <laughs> he was talking about <laughs> oh, the other week. God. Right, let's talk about the group we've got there. We've got Ajax, Liverpool and Napoli. Charlie, you think that's quite a hard group, I you? think it's a difficult group, but we're in the best the best um, tournament you can be in, so we're going to be against hard teams. It was either A or C, and I thought C was going to be worse. C would be in Bayern Munich, Barcelona and Inter Milan. Because there was only one more group. A or C. And it was that's that right. one, so... So I'd rather have a day, but um, obviously PSV... They trounced Ajax, so obviously Ajax are losing the boy Anthony as well. And eighty-five I, I million that would I, I believe we can obviously hold our own against Ajax. Napoli takes care of itself. We can obviously at home we can um, get the fans behind the players and then get a good result there. But Liverpool, it's going to be difficult. We know that they're outstanding team, but at Ibrox we can beat anybody. Just what you said there, we were talking about earlier on. Anybody coming Ibrox now? It's new. We've now got that fortress again. We lost that for so many years, but we've got it back now, Stan, haven't we? Exactly, but you're, you're looking at the Italians are always difficult. You were talking about, about the wee quiz there for Charlie, that if anybody else could answer this or not. We've only ever beat one Italian team away from him uh, in Europe. Aye. Who was it? Well, you just <laughs> let me think for two <laughs> minutes at least. Um, in fact, I've got two books, so that could be another question for the quiz. Fiorentina? No. Mm. I was at the game actually, and it was pissing the rain. It wasn't it Parma? No. We drew with Parma. Oh, we beat. It was um, Var. No, I know they played in maroon strips. Yes, they played them in the FA Cup. It was. Um, I'll give you, you want a wee clue. I know who it is. It was next to Pisa. We actually stayed oh, next Pisa. to Pisa. All oh, right. Um, <laughs> no, but I know. I know the team. Um, the big striker played up. He was a good player. There's somebody saying Livorno. Livorno. There you go. Livorno. Andy Campbell. That you've won another book then. It was four one to. Ah, we give them a doing that. There's Alex McCallum saying we beat them in penalties. No, we beat them four one. So he's talking garbage in. Aye. Alex. No, he's thinking. There's no thinking about. No, we Palmer. We beat Palmer there two legs, didn't we? We lost in Palmer though. No, it was, no, it was Livorno. It was Livorno, right? right. So, Stan, what do you think of the group then? Do you think we can get uh, this? No, no. no I, I don't think we'll, we'll stay in the Champions League. And hopefully we get the third spot and we can we can get into the, the Europa again. Because, I mean, you're not expected. And you, I don't know if you've seen it in the paper they were telling you how much money the, the, the other three teams have spent in transfers and what their teams are worth compared to what we are. I think their, their money was forty million or something. Yeah, honestly, they've spent more than that on one player. And that, that, as I say, the Italians is always a hard one. I mean, you 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 played against Juventus, didn't you? Ah, but that was a top top Juventus team. Aye, they know they're, they're much better than Napoli. I can remember Bomber telling us at uh, the Juventus game. 
that was a game that remember Ricky with Alec, uh, Alec Cleland. Del Piero done the turn. Them outside in. <laughs> and they were they were finishing their career at the time, Bomber and, and Mediorante. And the manager says, go and get warmed up. So the two of them are getting up and down the track side and they were doing their stretches and all that. They decided the parts so they can beat 4-1. 4-0, 4-1, I got this goal. Aye, and uh, said to Bomer, listen, you, you, you're doing your badges and all that and you're going to be at Rangers and maybe you're going to end up the assistant uh, the, the reserve manager. He says, uh, you, you, you've been doing all that kind of stuff, uh, the coaching. He says, what would you do tonight different here? What, what would you do to change the game? <laughs> and Bomber says, What well, would that do? He says, The first thing we do, wouldn't he bring any us to you? Because this is going to do with us tonight. It's hard, man. Because I actually was the same when guys get sent off after 20 minutes and we were throwing nothing down. Do you know what I mean? Durante came on and Durante scored a great goal. But you're like, Oh, no. Because I actually just keep the ball. It was 10 men as it is. I'm not going to do nothing nah. in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Trouncing. No, do you know, there's a few people asking about transfers. Do you think we'll get anybody in before Thursday? But I was looking on, you know, there's rumours about Ross Barkley coming to either Rangers, Celtic and Everton. I think there's a, a couple of other teams. But do you know he's now 2-1 to favourite to come to Rangers? Is that right? Aye. I just checked just before I came on. So 2-1 to Rangers, 41 Everton and 71 to Celtic. You know, and he was meant to have been seen in Glasgow with a Tubalicious or something. So. No, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm there. Tubalicious, that what you call it? <laughs> I think we need a striker. We really, I think we need another striker. The situation with Alfredo, it's, it's not looking good. Uh, good. <clears throat> He's been linked with Fenerbahce today, I think it was. Um, but I think we really need another striker. Would you keep cause... him? Would you give him a chance? <sighs> yeah, if he's going to be fit and he's going to get his seat done and do what he done last season and the last couple of seasons when he's been behaving on the pitch and that as well. But some of his antics the last couple of weeks haven't been great, obviously, because um, he's been a great player for us. But if he's going to keep on trying to take a mickey, then right. he has to go. And, and Giovanni won't stand for it. I, I know that. I know the way the Dutch work. So. You know yourself, more than media. If he's upset in the dressing room, it's... Uh, it's difficult to come back. Aye. The fact that with some of the senior players that also went to the manager and actually brought it to his attention, you know, so... It's not just the manager that's actually done this, it's some of the senior players that have said this. Yeah. So but we'll move on. Uh someone else here, Matt, we are saying great show, Ricky. What do you think about the ticket prices? How much longer do you think fans can keep stretching without payment plans from the club? Family stretched, especially with the current climate. And I was actually going to talk about this because I think they were taking something like between £150 up to £180 out people's accounts in the winter. You know, the Rangers fans have been very loyal over the oh, past ten years, you know. So they've carried the club through. So a wee bit of leeway would be good, obviously, but um, the clubs see a way to make money again, obviously, because of the, the Champions League. And but I think 60 quid a ticket is very expensive, I really do. But Stan, see if we want to compete in this Champions League against teams like that. Is this the kind of money that we need to start paying? No, I, I think it's terrible what they're doing, I know, to be honest with you. Uh, as you know, I'm in hospitality and the prices that they're looking for for European games... Uh, you can go to Spain for two weeks holiday. No, <laughs> you go to watch madness. a game on a Wednesday or a Tuesday night, and uh, no, it's, it's, it's it's no great. But I think it should be thirty, forty quid or something. You know, I know it's the, the top of the, the top of the tree as in the Champions League. But I can um, I can see the point. A couple of seasons ago, when we were struggling, but we've took some money in this season. 
the runner who had in Europe uh, last year, a season ticket money. You've got Steven Gerrard leaving, I think it was, what was it, five million or something? We, we, sold, we sold Patterson, sold we sold Patterson for 12, we Bassey. sold the Rebo for eight, Bassey for 19. Uh, and we've we'll had a lot of good sponsorship, man. And the strips of, I mean, they're bringing a new, a new strip every week. Aye. And uh, the money they've took in for that, I mean, so they, they can't complain that they're desperate for money. No, they can't, definitely can't. No, but the fans are always putting their on the pocket anyway. So, no, no. Um, no. Just if we sign Ronaldo, um, <laughs> or my Suarez, Ronaldo <laughs> signing, how many strips is that going to sell? <laughs> I, think, I think the fans will be a wee bit more happier if they invest it in players. And I, I was saying that on uh, one of my pages on uh, Facebook. And if they invest, the fans will be happy. But see, if they don't, look what happened last season at the end of the season there. We've never had a striker. We played in a, in, in a UEFA Cup final. A recognised centre forward, and people say, "Oh, we've got a good squad now, but we haven't got a big enough squad." We definitely need a striker. But we want, we want a good bench, Charlie. You want, no, you want to play these games that you're bringing a guy you want like for like. Def, but obviously, and, and we've obviously, never had that. We've never had that. The situation obviously doesn't look great for him because he didn't even come on, and but then he played with Tim Cholak Calf and the obviously replacement. You'd have thought would have been Sakala go through the middle, and he didn't even go on. So obviously, that's no. No looking great either. Aye, there's David Morrison online saying, do you think we'll sign anyone before Thursday? But you're you're looking for a striker, Charlie. What about yourself, Stan? I would like to see the boy Bartley there. If it's true, he's 2-1. I'd like to see that. And obviously, if Morelos is going to go late in the, the transfer window, I'd like to see a centre-forward. Well, no, I'd rather have a striker. Before, and Bartley is a good player. Um, but I think if you're going to bring Bartley in, then where does Lawrence play? Does he get dropped to the bench? And he started well, Lawrence. So I would maybe... I would go for a striker before I go for Bartley, to be honest with you. But Lawrence can drop into the into the beside. I know, but you uh, want him further forward. You want him playing up. No, I know plays. that. I know, I know. But he, he can drop in there. And I don't know, could, can Bartley play with Elias Alang? But we're not needing any more of him. So if Bartley's going to, because you've got Sands, that's what he really does play. And this boy's going to be hard to put him at the team because he's been playing really well. And I know, be, no I know I but he's, he's a, he'll be a good sitting midfield player. That's where he'll play because he'll get about the pitch. He'll tackle. He's actually decent in the ball. Um, but obviously he's behind Lundstrom now um, because Lundstrom's playing very good every week. And well, I'd like to see somebody beside Lundstrom. If well, maybe actually hang back, up, but Davis I mean? comes back in and then you put in Sands or Davis mm. or whatever, but... Jack, Jack for me when he's fits, the, the oh. best midfielder, but he, he can't, the boy can't nah, stay Lundstrom's fit. Lundstrom's best midfielder. But I know. Mm, but definitely. I thought when, when Jack had a wee run of games, he, he, he was brilliant. Mm. Well, Jack played, I don't know Jack, but it looks as I've seen when Jack last season, he played there all the games when he came back for injury and he's played, and it looks as if it's kind of sent him back a wee bit because right. it was, oh, he'd right. been out for so long, you know what I mean? And maybe what, four weeks off. And he's not had enough time to kind of rest and get recuperate and get back. I know. See, 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 last year, Charlie, see when Jack was out, I think he was missed big time. Yeah, 100%, that's what I'm but saying. I think this season we've no noticed it as much Aye, so far. No. As much because I've had, obviously, Tillman's come in and looks decent. Um, Lawrence. Lawrence and things like that. But I don't think we've been really tested in the league yet. Obviously, the European game we were. But at Easter Road, I, I thought... Ryan Jack looked as if he was struggling if he wasn't fit. Ah, he was, yeah. He looked as if he was... He didn't look fit. Kamara had a great game midweek. Kamara done well. I, I think Kamara's a great player. It's just, obviously, the situation with him, it looks as if he's off as well, yeah. isn't it? And well, that's what I was about to say. Adam Wilson online just said Kamara's meant to be going as well. 
he'd be happy to sell, especially with Jack Davids, Lindstrom and Sands to, to back him up, you know. So, but I think you're right, see, when you look at the amount of, we've actually got, I've printed off our list here, we've got 20 fixtures before the World Cup break finishes. So that's right up until the 12th of November. So we definitely need to bolster the squad, but see for the League Cup and the Scottish Cup, do you think we should start bringing in boys for the B team if we're going to try and take the Champions League seriously, Charlie? Oh, I think you just played. They've done it last season. We played what more games than anybody last season. So but I think we I just think... play. We just play the. the we've got obviously trying adds like see a Lowry's and that in the team. hundred percent. But you don't. You want to win the treble. You want to win everything. You play. I, I think that's why we should we should be investing in a couple other players in the squad because over the season you definitely need it, and we've seen it last season. Well, that's where the striker comes in. Aye. But I mean, but he, we, we must have some young boys that. Other than Lowry, because he's injured and he obviously a terrible tackle last week. But we must have other ones who are the closest. People who love less, Zach Loveless, surely he's... He's meant to be good, you know. I've never seen him, but he's meant to be really good. Just going back to Lowry, I was gutted when I seen that challenge last week. That was terrific, wasn't it? Aye. Wasn't it great? But harden them up. Aye. When you, you look, going back to what we were saying, and look at the, the FA Cup final there, right? See, when you looked at my bench at the end of the season to go to a final, it was poor. Well, Ramsey and Sakala, so it wasn't he? That bad, you know what I mean? Yeah, but Ramsey wasn't fit. They pushed oh, him in there, and there was Roof. But Ramsey wasn't. Roof was brilliant when he came on his own. Roof I mean, nearly won it for us. After, after he played his 10 minutes or 15 minutes, he, nearly he, won he it was for injured us. again. I know, I know. But That's you, you need. No, we need somebody. You could imagine him fit. Well, imagine Morelis fit in that final. Would have won that final, no doubt about it. Oh, Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, no. Still some experience, wasn't it? But and that's, that's, where, that's where I think we definitely need some bodies in. And we've got the money now to do it. I thought if we'd have went into the, the Europa there and we wouldn't have qualified, I thought They'll just let the window go now and, and see how they're maybe freshen up a wee bit at Christmas. But now that we've got that injection of money, I think we today well in the Champions League uh, and they well still in the league, I think we need to invest. I think we only sign players that are better than we've got. Well, Even if it's one, it has to be one that just comes straight into the team and plays. There's no use signing one or two that are fringe players. It has to be bang that are going to hit the ground running and going to be better than we've got. Right, definitely. You've been saying that for a few weeks as well, weren't you? About the signings we brought in, you kept on saying, I hope we bought quality yeah. and not just quantity. And we're beginning to see the quality with Tillman and Lawrence, especially. Matondo is a wee bit, he's not showed as much in a, a few of the league games. And, um, I've the been surprised boy, with him because Turkish boy. 
I've been surprised by Matondo because Bomber tell me that was a, a guy to watch. He, he was lightning and, and he light up eyebrows. But uh, yeah, maybe one of the guys who's taking a wee bit of time. It to does, that's what happens. It takes time. He's not a young boy, isn't he? Yeah, of course. From nineteen or something. You surprised that Red Van Moe been getting many starts as well? I didn't see the game against Kamala and he had struggled, unfortunately. But nah, it's going to be a big, big he, test. He's a young boy as well, but but he was getting mega praises. You know, so. The thing for me is a guy at twenty-one who's playing for Basic Task first team who's got a few caps for the national team, I think. Why is he no attracting interest for the top leagues, if you know what I mean? That's the only, my only worry. I don't know if they were kind of just desperate to get him out or because the Rangers offered a, a good money for him, you know what I mean? Five million pounds, a lot of money for Rangers. Um, but in England, it's a it's no much at all. Mm. What do you think about this World Cup break, Stan? It's nearly terrible. six, seven weeks nearly or something like that. It's quite it's a long time. It's horrible. Especially if you want a pub. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good if you want a pub. Watch the Lucas Nathan is into watch. They're good times. They're good times, but so nah, you... honestly, I've, I've, the... got to, I've got to put my horn up. I've just the interest in, Nibdig in, is in, to... in international football. Nibdig honestly. is it to drink in yours because they have to phone the waterboard how weak your beer is. Now, <laughs> 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 nah, to be fair, the World Cup at that time of year is just madness, but it's money. It's all about money, that's all it is. And... Um, how Qatar ever go around, I'll never know because countries like Australia have never had it, who would be an amazing place to have a World Cup. But I, I can't believe England's have no had it since '66. I really can't believe it. But I, I know myself, I look at it, look at the fixtures coming up in the office, Scotland for two weeks, and everybody's all bored in the pub and the, the Rangers. Oh, 100%. I get that. I get that. Charlie, what, what will happen to the Rangers players then? Obviously, some will be going away for the World Cup, but see the rest of them. Will they still be going to Ibrox for training or what? Or just... I've never obviously done this before, but it'll probably be like the international break now, won't it? It'll be the international break. Well, the winter break we've had. Yeah. So I'd imagine we'll get a couple of weeks off and then back in another pre-season practically again. Because it's seven weeks, isn't it? So it's a long time, isn't it? I've, I've, well, I've never experienced that. Nah, it's about six or seven weeks. Because we don't start again until the 26th of December, is it? Nah, is it something yeah, like? I think it's just before that. I think it's just the middle of December. Because I think that's 20... when VAR starts back. 21st of December, 17th. is it? Is but it's a long time, long time. Let's see what's Calvin. As we say, Calvin Bassett. It's Calvin Bennett. It would cost about ten to twelve million to bring in a starter that's better or as good as our best players. I'm not sure the board are willing to pay that at this stage. Aye, well, he's got a point there. But if I've got the money lying there and it's going to kick us onto the next level and get us into the next stage of the uh, the Champions League, then you do it. But it doesn't guarantee you, of course, it doesn't. But I think that's where uh, Ross Walton's done quite well because he brought quality in for no paying a lot of money out, Charlie. When, when you look at his getting the boy Tom Lawrence, I mean, I've not heard a Rangers fan or anybody speaking that they don't think he's, he's a crack. Oh, player. technically very good. Tom and Lawn you're going to get for four or five million. Uh, and we'll definitely will buy him. So he's brought boys in there, it's no cost a lot of money. and. They're, they're, they're proven that they're good. No, 100%. So obviously, but, the scouts are doing a, their job. A striker situation is always difficult. Though. That's always, although we get Alfredo for a million pounds, we're not going to get another Alfredo for a million pounds. It's yeah. not possible. And he was obviously a young kid and with potential and he done really well. Um, but if we want somebody who's going to be better than Colac, we're going to have to pay big money. Well, I mean, if you look at uh, if you look at the way people are looking at Morelos, right? Two seasons ago or three seasons ago, you wouldn't want to let him go for any less than 15 to 20 no, million, right? But if he does go now, a club's going to get a bargain because Rangers will need to sell him now 
and he's not got a year left in his contract, and he's no money signing another contract. So they let him go for buttons. So that can happen for us. We could be the scouts could be looking about and saying, "Look, this boy's no signing a contract with AC Milan for Tottenham, and a chance of getting him because he's out the door." And the likes of Ross Butler, then you're picking him up free if you go him, just paying his wages, a big wage. See, see Bomber and the scouts. How how often are they away? Like looking at other we players. Bomber's area is run about uh, Blackpool, Bolton, Fleetwood. Just run about the Gallant Pioneer there. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's his kind of, but he's doing there. No, but does he not go to France a lot? I'm sure he go. I thought he went to France quite a lot. Not as much now, Charlie. He does, he does all that kind of area. But he maybe goes down there on a Friday and he'll take a Friday night game and then he'll take a Saturday and then a Sunday. Aye. There's Andy Campbell. Andy Campbell was talking about what he was talking about earlier on. I think our, cost, our squad costs £40 million or so, and Liverpool's is £350 million. So that shows you the kind of difference. Oh, 100%. They can, get, they can do that because of the money in that Premier League, which is terrible. We, we get £2 million for winning a, well, the league a year before or whatever. We got £2 million for winning the league a couple of years ago. Um, they got £140 million for just starting in the league. And the team that goes down get ninety nine million or something. Yeah, you know, that, because it's a parachute payment. It's a parachute payment, isn't it? So get mail on that. And that's why it's a must for us for this Champions League. It was something like when we beat see the, the team before Eintov in there, you get something like four million for be, for beating them. Ah, you and, then, and then the gate money and tap mm. and that. And then we go and we, I think it was another six million for getting past Eintoven plus it, the gate money. So that, that, that's a lot of money right oh, away. It's magic for us. Massive. Right. Back to league football, Rangers in Ross County, uh, 4-0. What did I say? I don't know, I forgot. Did you say 4-0? I don't know if I said 4 or 5. I said, well, do you know I put a bet on for 5 and see when Arsfield went and they would try to we chipped out over? Right. Oh, that would have won me like £100 pound or something. Five. I'll need to check last week's show, you might have said 5. I think I say 5 every week apart from the Eindhoven game. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they had, you had the game in... Since we started this podcast every week, we've been talking about Tillman and saying he's good for the first 20 minutes. I think the past two games... Aye, he's getting his he's, he's, he's getting fatter. He's, he's nearly getting aye, no, I agree. I think, see, I think you burnt yourself through the first couple of games. You just I just went don't full think of energy was, and you went, he's, he's, I, abs- he's brilliant. I just and don't then, think he was fit, get match fitness yet. I think that was his thing because you, you try to, obviously try to bust your ass to make, to show, give an impression of you can play and whatever, and you could see he could play, there was no doubt about that, but I think after about 20 minutes, he kind of... Aye, he burned himself out the I just looked as if he was knackered and no fit yet, but the, the mere games you play, the, the only way you get fit is if you play games, and that's the problem with Alfredo, because you need to play matches, and and people say play reserve matches and that, but they're not the same. It's not the same pace, no. it's not the same playing in the atmosphere of full stadiums and the adrenaline and that, so... It's difficult, but if we're going to have a Fredo still here, then we have to get him, get him back in there somehow. You know, how, how, how do you fit him in when Cholak's doing oh, so well? Of course, that's a. That's well, he's going to fight. He's going to fight you back in. Can, can they put two up top? Stan? No, because he's Cholak's know that he's no a target man the way Hately was playing Afri Koisty. He's a poacher. Ah, but he's, he's his link up plays very good. He's, <clears throat> his link up plays very good. So as he's a. And I think he could be a good foil for Alfredo because Alfredo wants to go everywhere, but under Giovanni, it looks as if he's kind of just played more in the central area. But Alfredo likes to go down the line and, and then maybe 
they work for Colac, you know what I mean? But then what do you do? Do you play for the back at Ibrox against your Ross Counties things like that? Play two up, then that's I think they should. Then maybe that's the way you do it. But how many weeks ago was that I said to you didn't you fancy Colac? I know. And uh, because I think maybe I, I don't know about yourself. The reason I didn't fancy my start with, I didn't think he was doing enough. Because what you said there, the new you're watching Morelos, Morelos goes looking for the ball and he holds it up and he puts it to both wings and gets his cell back in. And he's not that type of player. And we've just been used to depending on Morelos and doing what he's doing. He's come back that boy different. But he gets a chance. And you give him a chance and you give Morelos a chance, you'd say the boy's going to score more, aren't you? Because he knows how to put the ball in the oh, pocket. Oh, he knows how to put the ball in the net. But as I say, his link-up plays very good. And he has to be our focal point. You know what I mean? So it's difficult for him. He don't want him coming towards the ball up because then it's it, it cuts the... It narrows the, the pitch down, you know what I mean? So you want him as high as possible so we can get play up to him, drop it in the midfield and then get it wide, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, when he... When he turned to score that goal on Saturday, there he knows where the goal is. He's not even looked. He's turned buying this away. No, it was good. That was a great goal, actually. I think see see the the kind of one one touch play outside the box as well. Then the Ross aren't to gel. They all know where each other is. You know, that was excellent. That was good. At points, you could hear the frustration for the fans after twenty minutes. But after that, when we get a goal, it was like it was easy. I don't think command, uh, Ross County to shot. I think Cholak was hoping he was kept on for his hat tricker. I know, I know. Uh, I mean, it just shows you what Charlie said. He took him off and we played without a centre forward and ended up again. No, no, it's. I think that's the end of Sakala, to be honest with you. Aye. Aye unless, unless Giovanni just sees him as an out and out winger. It's, just, it's a strange one. They never brought him on you, right? Uh, Stan, can I ask you something? Because you're always one uh, on Facebook and you have been for the past few years. With your criticism against uh, Davidia. Aye. Has it changed? <laughs> I'll tell you something, right? He said, he said a couple of good seasons, <laughs> to be fair, right? But see if I'm at a game and all the boys are watching the game in the pub and Tavernier scores, my phone just pings, pings, and it's all the boys because uh, they know I, I criticised them. But to be fair, once even I was criticising them, he wasn't defending. He's great going forward. And he wasn't defending. And Charlie and other guys that were involved in football kept saying to me, that's the modern full That's the way you now. play nowadays, that's they, they, they don't play the way I watched last Sandy Jardin, Steinbach and Jimmy Nicol and, and, and Gary Stevens and guys like that. They didn't get forward as much as the, the modern day football player. But no, he, he's proved me wrong. He's been great. After a couple of seasons ago, I thought I felt the same as well, Stan. But a lot of times I actually felt that people weren't covering him. Gives us so much, man. He gives us so much. You see it, and uh, and the guy gets some amount of abuse sometimes, and he just gets the ball, plays. It doesn't shirk away, shirk away from his responsibilities. The guy gets the ball. If he makes a mistake, he gets the ball again, and he goes again. There's a lot of people that would have finished definitely. And I, I think he's been a, he's a wonderful sign. I think he's been a brilliant signing actually. Six, 60 goals he's got. That's ridiculous. He's been involved in 147 goals and assists for yeah. us or something like that. I noticed a wee difference last season. See what you were saying there with, with people no covering for him. See when Ryan Jack get, get injured, he wasn't the same. Because see, when he was getting forward, Jack was going to the right and from that space. obviously covering the area. But uh, when when Jack got injured, that stopped, mm-hmm. and uh, you could see it was dodgy a wee bit. Nah, I, I mean, but it's difficult because a lot of teams now, and especially in Europe, they double up on them. 
So it's hard for him to actually get out. When the right. boss come to his side all the time, he's got two guys on him, or two guys, he's not, as he says, defensively is not his strongest point, but he can defend well. He's oh. a fit boy, but when they've got two on him, he's oh. going to struggle oh. at times. Right. You know I mean? I'll go back to one in particular that I, I criticised him, and that was one of the ones that when I, I was arguing with everybody in the pub about him, was against Hibs in the cup final. The boy that played with Celtic, Hibs deliberately put him out wide, mm -hmm. left, and Tav, and he, he took Tav to the cleaners. But the thing is, he, you're saying that, I remember the cup final, and Tav was running up and down the pitch as well, trying to create goals and all that, and Stokes was just on in his side, and then if anything goes wrong, Tav's having to run back 50, 60, 70 yards, and that lazy gets just on in there. Ah, and he's some not the fastest, have, but he... he no, but some have stood on him. Right. Right, I'll move on. I've started to be argument here. Uh, this Stuart Duncan saying hi, Charlie, and then Alex Rogers saying, Come on, Stan, Charlie's bullying you. <laughs> Who's that? Stuart Duncan and Alex Roger. Uh, I, I'm just about to start talking about the old firm, but Graham Craig saying, Would you get Dykes from QPR? I wanted him before he went down there, but maybe not. Yeah. I, I don't fancy him. I really, but it's up to obviously. Another one they mentioned there was Shea Adams. He's got to cost about 15. 16, 20, 15, 20 million or something. No chance of getting him. And I don't think he's... I would rather have call like to be honest with you. Yeah, aye. No, I agree with you. Aye. But even to get Dykes now, Ricky, the money we'd pay for aye. him, and he's not any better than what we've got, really, in my opinion, anyway. Right, we're moving on to the old firm. There's Mitch's Gracia saying he doesn't fear Saturday's game at all. We've played far better teams in Ross County and Dundee United in the last few weeks. Time to put them in their place. But coming to that, and we don't normally talk about the other side, but no team in the SPFL should be getting beaten in now, Charlie. I watched, I actually watched a bit of it yesterday because I, I was doing it coaching at a few games and then I went home because my own in game only, only playing until two o'clock. So I went in and watched it and Dunyan United nearly scored to make it 1 0 early doors. And then Joe Hart done his hair or something like that, and he did some gel on his hair or something. And um, that was a great save. But could, they played so open, didn't you? United, I think they obviously just wanted to go for it, but they looked sharp, Celtic, to be fair. But defensively, I think they're still weak. I really do. And um, I still think the first goal was Miles offside. Kyogo stuns, Miles offside. I thought that you started off now. And then it just runs around and then they just square it. Offside should be offside. I just I hate that rule, but he's clever and it was, it wasn't the offside, obviously, with these rules. But I, I think Celtic haven't played against anybody strong yet. They've played against <coughs> Hearts when eight players they dressed for the Zurich game and went 2-0. And Hearts got two men sent half as well. But I think coming against us, it's a different animal, you know. I think we are, we are strong. They're strong. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're strong. They're fit. They're physical. They look, they look good, but so do we. So it'll be a difficult game for both teams. I think, Stan, both teams are a wee bit roping defence now. But we're good for you middle up to up front. You know, it's... Do you think it's going to be a high scoring game on Saturday? I don't know. <laughs> I can't handle them in Belfast. I'll be hiding in the toilet somewhere. I can't watch them. <laughs> oh no. Honestly, I wish we'd never played them. I can't take them. I love them. Do you? Oh, no. I still love playing in them. It's been amazing. It's not as but. I oh. think it'll be it'll be a hard game for both teams, and I, I think we can win. Hundred percent, I think we can win because they're not playing against they're playing against Kent's and they're playing against Lundstroms and they're playing against Goldses and Taverniers. No disrespect to the other teams I played against; they're not on the same level as these guys, you know. So, right, and Charlie, I think some of the Rangers team now know 
what it means to play for Rangers, doesn't it? Lindstrom just went right to his heart. 100%. Aye. No, 100%. I know, and, and the young boys are learning now. I know they're coming, they're coming, the boy Tillman and stuff like that. But I mean, that's another thing, I know. We've got a few guys meeting a debut at Parkhead Day uh, come Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, it's quite daunting. You've played in that, and it's that's great. Just go and beat them and then send them home. Aye. There's uh, Lindsay's watching, so hi, Lindsay. Hope you're getting better because you'll, you'll need to. <laughs> There's about five flights of stairs to get up us <laughs> into your podcast room. Uh, I Charlie, I was going to talk about the tickets as well because obviously we're still we're getting less than a thousand tickets into Parkhead. Would you rather it went back to what it used to be? Because it used to be something like seven and a half thousand tickets. Wasn't it? My problem is that they get behind the goal. It's been my problem all the time. They get the full end and make it still, even if seven and a half thousand, we're shoved in that corner. Aye. It's not as unnerving for their players as it is for our players when they've got that full stand at Ibrox. We're stuck in a corner. No, you're right. And I agree. I, but I think the games are better for when the, the two sets of fans Experience. are in. But why don't we just shove them in half of the Brimlin and half of the main stand or something like that and see how they like it? What's it like playing at Parkhead? It was a bit smelly, but <laughs> no, I, I can see this in the sun paper the morning. No, it was it was great atmosphere. It was um great to play. I think I only played in the League Cup quarter final when Coyce scored. Um my first one was at Hamden and set up a playing at Hamden. We beat them three one. That's right. So that was great. We played them the, the first game back at Parkhead in the, the League Cup quarter you final. Actually had a good game, weren't that? Oh, I didn't think so. <laughs> well done. Well done, Charlie. What, nice, what was it like in your first old firm game? What, what was, was it like? I know, but what was the build up like the, the night before? Could you sleep and all that? Ah, we play for Rangers. We expect to win. It doesn't make a difference. Um, I was brought up that way as in for a sixteen-year-old or 14, 15, expecting to beat Celtic and the first team. Before I even when I went, before I went, we're winning against Celtic. Um, so it was just an actual progression. We we beat them in reserves most of the time. So it was just what we expected to do. Don't get me wrong, it was adrenaline was great, pumping, um, got it again. But could I sleep? I could always sleep definitely, but I I, I couldn't wait for the game. What, what were the celebrations like after it when you won? Um I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> can I see on the podcast? See, we are going back to the crowd there. I remember uh, when I was younger going to, going to see the Rangers at, at uh, Parkhead. And we used to get a quarter of the, the ju- what it was called the jungle. And that full end and half of the stand, the main stand. Oh, and, aye. And, and, and then the full Rangers end. And, and the full Rangers end. And that's what you call an atmosphere. Well, Casella used to get the full Brimlin. That's right. The, the enclosure. And the half of the main stand. I half of the enclosure, half of the main stand, stand, and a bit of the centenary stand. Yeah, so. I used to get, and we used to get the same. And that was a better atmosphere, because it's kind of half and half. I know your, your teams at home, and, and you go to Parkhead, you're away from home, <coughs> but you maybe had 25,000, 30,000 Rangers I fans. I think that was the case, though, when, was that not when teams were getting half the gates? See, when teams came to Ibrox or Parkhead. Made a difference. Aye. So teams were, so they were making them sell their tickets then. Uh, so but, half the gate, well, if you're getting half the Rangers Stadium, so you sell the bloody tickets and then you'll get the money. Um, but obviously, like I've done United, Rangers had to change that and sell had to change that because, like, look at Ross County on Saturday, I think it was 60 people there. That was shocking, wasn't it? There's Al- Alex McCallum saying it was 50-50 back in the 40s. Can they say it back in the 70s? So I'm just making uh, them up. No, it was the 50-50, but it was maybe 60-40, I would say. But, uh, Anyway, we're quickly running out of time as as normal. That's us over forty five minutes already. But Adam Wilson saying, "How do you think we'll approach the game on Saturday? Do you think we'll sit in and go for it, or yeah, sit in or go for it, or personally 
he thinks we need to just get at them. Charlie, how would you up? Just play the way we play against PSV earlier. Right? We'll just play our game and obviously they'll they'll come out flying as you usually try and do. And then if we get past that 30 minutes of them, get them huffing and puffing then. Um, I think we can beat them. I definitely think we can beat them. Um, but it'll be difficult. Everybody has to play as well as they did against Eindhoven. And I'm, I'm sure they will. Giovanni will not go there as open as we were last January anyway. Nice, Stan. Predictions for Saturday then? I'll be happy with a draw. Aye. I want to win it. I want to win it. I know you want to win it, but... <laughs> I want to win it, but I'd be very disappointed getting a defeat with McCann. I don't sleep for about three days after the anger, but uh, I'll take a draw and then we'll check with a wee bit. I'll go 2-1 two, two Rangers. Aye, I'll go 3-1. Three, 3-1 one. Three, one Rangers. Two each. There you go. <laughs> right, Stan, thank you very much for filling in for Fergie. I don't know if he's watching. He said he was maybe going to watch tonight, but he did slag you saying that uh, you want to get full of red wine in Italy. Well, I seen a picture of him when we uh, lose, uh, so we're looking good. How did, how did his game go? How did his game go? <clears throat> I don't know, actually. I don't know. Was he... Derek, Derek was spaghetti ball and he's already facing him. I know. No, he was only going to Sunday, wasn't he? So I don't know if he was the same game anyway. No, he's not still in here. Uh, so. <laughs> but, uh, if you're watching, I hope you're having a great time. Uh, and hopefully see you next week. I could, should be back next week. He's only away for a few days, isn't he? Aye, aye. But uh, now it's another great podcast. And remember, we are looking for uh, sponsors as well. So if you want to be part of the show, uh, you can actually come in the show as well. But we're going to be getting a website up soon as well. So you'll have a web page and everything. All right, but Stan, uh, what's on in Stonefield Tavern this weekend? Uh, well, it's all ferment it. So, uh, and he's doing a bunk to Belfast. Oh, no. Aye. no, it'll be a busy weekend. Aye. A lot of boys up fade, uh, down south. Uh, been, and we're kind of English Rangers fans will be up supporting us so be good what's happening over in Belfast then? Uh, I could just decide we'd go for a wee jaunt out the road <laughs> everything I <laughs> right Charlie it's been another good show yeah. it's good to have Stan on wasn't it? it was great to have Stan on yeah. um, but beat it him pal <laughs> <laughs> I think Sam running on him as well isn't he get us Good. Hey, right, aye. Thanks again. No, Stan. It was good, Stan. Thank no, you very much. No, I enjoyed it. Aye, so make sure you follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everything, and uh, click the notifications button so that you can see our podcast every week. But thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.